Have you ever struggled with getting pills out of those blister packages that you get in over-the-counter and prescription medicines? There's a solution for that. I'm Mike Landers for UT Tyler Radio. Nathan Lamaster of Tyler is a nationally certified therapeutic recreation specialist, and he's the inventor of the pill puncher. He's our guest today. Welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. Good to have you here. How in the world did you branch out from your work as a certified therapeutic recreation specialist to becoming an inventor? Well, actually, I was working in psych. That was the area that I was in. And I was working at UT Health Hospital Northeast. And um, on the floor with the psych patients, the nurses open a lot of pill packages. Um, and yet they can't have sharp objects for obvious reasons. Sure. Yeah. So, um, one of the nurses who had been a nurse there for 20 years, her name was Sharon Black. Uh, she, uh, had challenged me to create something cause I had already started another business and she knew that I was that type of guy. And so she's like, and if you could create something like this for us, that would make our jobs a lot easier. My fingers wouldn't hurt. Uh, we get, we get done with our jobs a lot quicker and so um, that's when I started uh, prototyping. Um, and when I started prototyping, there was a place downtown that was called the Innovation Pipeline. Right. And the Innovation Pipeline had like 3D printers and laser engravers, et cetera. That's actually how I got hooked up with Phil Burks, who's the one of the owners. Right. Um, and he, um, and through 26 prototypes, uh, you got a bag of them here. Yes, I have a bag of all the prototypes. I mean, one of them looks like a, a soap dish, and then you worked your way up to a very fine, finely crafted piece of machinery. Yes. Um, so each one that I would do, I'd take it to the nurses and have them try it out, and they'd tell me what they liked, what they didn't like. Huh? And then um, so uh, when, once we figured out one that they really did like, uh, that's when I decided to patent it. Um, but then I knew nothing. I was like, okay, now what do I do? Because <laughs> I'm like, I've never built a product before and got it patented. So um, it was kind of a journey there as well. Um, I reached out online, looking online for Shark Tank and other things like that. Because I was like, okay, well, what do you do when you have a product and you want to get it out there? Well, um, people pay for Google ads. And so they use the keyword shark tank and there was a company out of California, which I cannot say their name because of legal reasons. We had a bad relationship at the end, unfortunately, Okay, but um, they, uh, you know, took 25 grand from me and 20% equity. They said, we're going to take your, your invention from A to Z. We're going to market it. We're going to manufacture it. We're going to do all of the stuff that goes into business. And they said they'd have it done in nine months. Well, a year and a half later, they still didn't have it done. And, um, you know, kind of started ghosting me. Oh, and gosh. I was like, hey, you know, I gave you all this money. Um, you know, I, I expect some stuff in return, right? Right, right. And so um turned out that company, uh, you know, is being investigated by the FBI. Yep. So that was pretty crazy to find out. But um, they didn't give me my money back. Right. And they did give me my equity back, which is great. But then that kind of knocked the wind out of my sales. Sure. Um, so how, how long ago was this? This is like five years ago. Okay. And so this is, this is not an overnight success. This is something you've been working on. Yes. There's a, there's a big journey. And after that happened, I got kind of like scared and I was like, all right, well maybe I'll just focus on my other business while I'm doing this. Um, and like two years 
that process went by. That's when the FBI contacted me and asked for my testimony about the company. Yeah. Um, and so I gave that and I was, I was kind of like, okay, what's going to happen there. But, um, then, um, the innovation pipeline reached out and the innovation pipeline, uh, was going for money from the city. They'd get grants to operate. Right. And so they needed a success story. They called it. Um, and so they asked me to come to city, uh, city hall. And then they had the meeting there and, um, like, I thought I was just going to be standing there with my prototypes and I didn't <laughs> think I was. Which by the way, this is a brown paper bag sitting on the desk here. Yes. It's full of all these little items in there, but you've got the finished product right there. I'm sorry. I interrupted your story. Please go ahead. <laughs> yes. I got a brown paper bag with a bunch of plastic stuff in it. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, when I was there, they actually asked me to talk and I was not ready for that. Um, and so I came up and, um, one of the council people asked me, said, Hey, what do you got there? That brown paper bag. This is the same. Brown. Um, <laughs> this brown paper bag has been around. It's an old brown paper bag. Yes. <laughs> it's probably five, six years old now. Um, but, uh, so they asked me to talk about it. So I talked about it and then, um, they said, so have you thought about shark Tank?" And so I was like, yes, this is actually the story that got me here. Um, and so, uh, one of the council uh, people, um, Don Warren, the the mayor, yes. actually is an inv- investor as well. So he's another owner. Oh, no kidding. Huh. Yeah. So uh, got hooked up with him. And then right after that, um, the CBS 19 and uh, KTK did interviews. Uh-huh. And then everybody was asking for them. And people were asking to invest. And I had no finished product. I still didn't have a finished product. And so uh. I was like, okay, now i got to figure out what to do. I don't have anything to give them. Um <laughs> And so, uh, after Phil and Don, uh, invested, I was able to use that money to get the, the mold made, uh, manufacture the first 2000 parts. Um, and then, um, there it was selling and, uh, marketing all of those things. Um, so we've actually only been open officially for six months. So it hasn't even been a full year yet. So when you say open, are available the products available online or in stores, or how does it work? So we actually have a few places. We have two local places. One is the Drug Emporium. Okay. Um, and so they just recently purchased 200 of them. Okay. And then uh, Chandler Pharmacy over in, uh, well, Copeland Chandler Phar- Pharmacy in Chandler, Texas. Uh-huh. They have some as well. And then it's sold mainly on Amazon as well as the website, which is uh, pillpuncher.com. Comes out of the, of the item itself. And then there and you there go. And there it is. So what does this product cost? Uh, we actually sell it for fourteen ninety nine online. Um, we also do white labeling for companies. And right now our biggest uh, target is home health care companies. Oh, sure. They, they work with a lot of clients. Um, this is a great like marketing tool where they can put their logo and colors sure. on the device. Sure. And so our biggest order so far to this date was a thousand. Um, wow. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, uh, we're, we're just kind of making it out there now um, and trying to build a brand and since there's no such thing as a pill puncher besides this, um, I'm the first first one. It's an uphill battle, but going actually pretty well. Our guest has been Nathan Lamaster, Tyler Inventor of The Pill Puncher. To hear this conversation again or to share it, go to kbut.org. I'm Mike Landis for UT Tyler Radio.